You've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Visit our website at www.corlissbarfield.com or more importantly, take a look at us at our YouTube channel to follow our active podcasting. Bicycle, bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle. Hi, it's Ted Corliss with Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Today I want to talk to you about e-bikes. And no, an e-bike is not something you download from your iPad. An e-bike is some form of electronic bicycle or anything that motors you that is now the subject of a bill pending before the Florida legislature. I'm reaching out to all of our friends who are licensed community area managers because this is an issue that I believe is going to be of some importance to the management of so many condos and other homeowners associations that are so common here in the state of Florida. I'm, I love to ride my bicycle. I, I, in fact, I'm so silly, I named my bicycle. My bicycle's name is Herman. So sometimes Herman and I go driving around my neighborhood that has a homeowners association that has lots and lots of rules associated with it. Well, right now, uh, you can ride a bicycle on a sidewalk uh, in virtually anywhere in uh, the state of Florida where bicycles are allowed to go, and they're allowed to go most places. But there is a bill that Senator Jeff Brandis from St. Pete has filed and had hearings on recently in the Florida legislature, and here's what it sets to do. It is going to create uh, classifications for these individual devices. You know, like you see these scooters that people are dropping all over the place, uh, as well as segways you might be familiar with, and there's lots of new products associated with those. But where this is really going to come into play is the, the third category, and that involves any kind of e-bike where the miles per hour can get beyond 22. Because right now, the law says in the state of Florida, and LCAMS, I can get you all the details on this, and I'm going to tell you in a few minutes what you need to do with this information. But what really is going on here is understanding that you can't drive any vehicle on the sidewalk right now in the state of Florida if it goes faster than 22 miles per hour. The Brandeis bill would, in fact, allow electric versions to go up to 28 miles per hour. Now, think about that for just a moment. You're on the sidewalk walking your young baby. You know, you got your little baby carriage and you're, you're walking along and along comes some 16-year-old kid, because that's the age that they would be allowed, a 16-year-old kid on a bicycle that's doing 28 miles per hour. Mm, I'm a no, and I'll tell you, I've seen some of these bikes illegally in my neighborhood, and uh, we ask them to slow down or get off the sidewalk. So why is Brandis trying to get this bill passed? He says it's because he wants local communities to have the ability to make decisions about how people can use their sidewalks and when e-bikes might be appropriate. Hence, when I heard that individual communities get to make decisions, that tells me I need to be talking to my LCAM friends, explaining to them that you need to go look at the details within the declarations that have been filed for all of these condos. So let me, let me back up for a second. You are, let's say, a member of a homeowners association, and you are giving your time as a volunteer to be on the homeowners association board. 
All of the condo associations that we represent here at Corliss Barfield have property managers, most of the time, the real qualified ones will have licensed community area managers or LCAMs. And LCAMs have the responsibility of taking care of the day-to-day operations of the association, making sure people are paying their dues, but they also have a responsibility to take care of keeping the property safe, right? We agree with that. And so if, in fact, it is going to become legal under this bill for 28-mile-per-hour e-bikes to be on your sidewalks, I would strongly suggest that you pass your own bill to amend your own association guidelines to make sure that regardless of what Brandeis says most communities can do or might do, you get to make the decision for your own community. I I think that makes sense. I think that piece of it does in fact make sense. But I'm telling you what you need to do is not necessarily follow this new direction. I don't know Is this because the people manufacturing these devices are getting money in the hands of so many people and they're not really promoting this because it's necessarily in the best interest of the people that live there? Sidewalks are used for walking. That's why they call them sidewalk, not necessarily side bike. And so I don't want to see 28 mile per hour people on the sidewalk any more than you do if you live in an association that's managed by an LCAM or another property manager. And so that's the reason I felt that this was important to you. Why is that? Is it it just a matter of convenience? Not at all. What matters here is you need to demonstrate as an association that you are using good judgment and are being reasonable under the circumstances. Otherwise, you may no unknowingly allow people to drive in an unsafe manner within your community. And if that happens and someone is injured or even killed, that might end up coming back on you. My experience in this, in, in, the, in the many years that I've been practicing law, this being the 25th of those years, I've spent time representing associations and property claims, but also in liability claims. And an example There was a case I had where a gentleman was on the back of a trash truck and the association where he was picking up the trash had failed to maintain the streets in a safe manner because they allowed the formation of a large pothole. And when the trash truck went over the pothole, the trash guy flies off the back of the truck and hits his head on the sidewalk gorking him, killing him virtually instantaneously. And so the association hired me to represent them. And we had to go back and look at things like, what is the law regarding vehicles uh, and potholes? What is the law associated with individuals on sidewalks or walking in the street? And truthfully, having seen so many association guidelines as I have, they are all over the place on this issue of other vehicles. It's also important to note that many of the insurance policies that the association may have will not cover them when it comes to allegations of mismanagement of motor vehicles. And so I think more than anything, this podcast to the LCAMs or other property managers 
or even if you're on a board of directors in an association, I think it's important for you to go and take a look at your own documents. And, and I'd put this on the calendar and have a conversation about that with the people in the community where you live. We want to continue to support our local community as well as the local community you live in when you have to deal with insurance companies or liability issues. Corliss Barfield Trial Group focuses on this. Most of my clients are homeowners associations. Most of my clients have a licensed community area manager. And when we talk to them about these issues, we're getting a very positive reaction back from them. So I want you to bundle up all this positive energy and take it to your own community. We enjoy the opportunity to bring our clients, our friends, our community up to date on the issues that are ripped from the headlines and so they can understand more about what our mission is. Again, my name is Ted Corliss. I'm a lawyer with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Take a look at our YouTube channel and the full spectrum of social media out there to find more about what we do and how we might be able to help you. My name is Ted Corliss. Be well.